Welcome back to the draft math. We have the we have a oh my goodness. I'm just gonna restart. That was that was, I'm not gonna restart. We're just gonna leave it in like this. Welcome to the draft math. <laughs> we have uh two West Coasters here. We have Manimal and we have Moon. That both also are NFC South teams. I don't know how the entire West Coast like like division of this bracket has NFC South teams, but is what it is. We've got Manimal and Shroom. We're going to be drafting uh, fried foods today. But before that, you guys you guys know the drill. I'm going to ask specifically for your username again, even though I've just said it. And a fun fact about yourself. We'll start with Manimal. Do you have your username and do you have like an 18th fun fact about yourself? Well, technically, you just said Shroom. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He called me Shroom, man. I'm... Did I really say Shroom? Yeah, he called me yeah. Shroom. <laughs> That's embarrassing. This what entire about, like, <laughs> I don't hey, I'm, I, I'm flattered, this. but I, I'm not true, man. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a top lad like he is. <laughs> you just Moon. You gotta. You gotta head out. We gotta find Shroom. Get him on yeah, here. Dude, Sorry. Okay. I'm booking, my, booking my ticket to uh, England and hunting hey. him down. <laughs> um. All right. So I'm an animal forever. Um. Jeez. I. You know how many times I've done one of these. I really should plan uh some kind of fun fact um okay you know that scene in emperor's new groove um where kronk is arguing with the devil on his shoulder and the angel on his shoulder you guys know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. okay good um so you know how at one point the devil one goes that's a good point but i can do this when he starts doing one-handed handstand push-ups. Yeah. That lives, like, rent-free in my head. Literally, I'm not kidding, once a day, I think about that. When someone's like, if I'm ever talking to anybody, and they're like, okay, but, like, what about this? And in my head, I just think, you should start doing one-handed handstand push-ups, and then just, <laughs> you win the argument. Because, you know, that's a good point. Um so anyway, that's my fun fact. <laughs> I kind of love how like the, the longer that, well, especially Manimal because you've been on so many times, but the longer people keep winning, the bar for the fun facts just keeps going going lower and lower. But Look, that is a fun I fact. Have, <laughs> I have a really good fun fact, but as I said in my prior episode, it's being saved until I get to the finals, <laughs> if I get to the finals. So, you know. <laughs> Is a little bit of blackmail. <laughs> I need something to help. <laughs> right. But to do that, first you got to beat Shroom. Just kidding. You got to beat Moon. <laughs> Moon, can you say your username? Uh, sp specifically your username, because apparently I don't even know your username. And uh, fun facts about yourself. All right. So my username is Mushroomman80. I'm kidding. My <laughs> username is The Moon is Lonely. And my fun fact is that you know how Dak Prescott goes, here we go, every time now? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's yeah. stuck in my head. It's been stuck in my head ever since I heard it for the first time, and I hate it. And I think he sounds so stupid, but he, it just, it like like what Manuel just said, it lives free in my head now. This is definitely a much different brand of fun facts I'm used to, but it's good. But we know what's stuck in everyone's head now. Um, speaking of people's heads, I'm gonna give one more one more fun fact from Animal. Uh, he may or may not be concussed right now, <laughs> so that's gonna be a fun kind of aspect to He's this as well. <laughs> He's probable right now. Doesn't Look, need man, to return. I'm, I'm doing my best. All right. You're getting <laughs> you're getting like you're still getting a hundred percent, but I don't know what hundred percent you're getting. So just 
yeah, yeah. Man, anyway <laughs> manimal dropped a uh, medicine ball on his head earlier today but he's he's playing through it because he's just a warrior and a student of the the drafter math game <laughs> and uh today's drafter math game we're gonna be drafting fried foods um i just looked up before moon won with 75 percent of the vote manimal won with 66 percent of the vote so both both kind of blowouts but moon run won by more so he gets the number one overall pick you have the first round pick you can take whatever you want so for my first overall pick, I pick French fries. It's in everything, now, dude. Fast yeah. food, even like yeah. fine dining restaurants. Like you, last week I went to a really bougie restaurant and I got fries with my steak, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, are we are we going? We're go you're, those. So the standard like you know McDonald's in and out shoestring yeah. that kind of got it. Yeah, got I'm not in and out yeah. though. Those are garbage fries. Well, oh, all right. Well, all right. All right. You like the in and out um, fries? Mattis, I think I'm busy. I gotta go. My head really hurts. I don't think I can. You like the In and Out fries? Like I'm a, I am a, a, I adore French fries. I get them every chance I can get, but I, like, I could pass on the In and Out French fries. They actually taste like potatoes, unlike most places. I don't know. Shoot, but they're also like most of the time I get them like soggy, and it's like mushy in my mouth. No crispiness to it. <laughs> Man, I, wow. I've discussed in and out with Manimal at length on this podcast more than anyone probably ever wants to hear. So you guys already know my opinions. I think fries in general, like like especially what Moon said, like like when I watch Hell's Kitchen, they'll be making like gourmet steaks with like fries on the side. Like like it really does just kind of unite every every uh, I don't know class. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. No one's ever going to complain about French fries. Just solid number one pick. Um, now okay, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go with fried chicken um specifically i'm gonna go with like the um not like chicken tenders or anything it's like the the pieces of chicken like from kfc where it's like a, a leg a breast a thigh standard country fried chicken you know like a six in. piece yeah like a six piece um ah, that style you. of you know country fried chicken that's what that's what i'm taking with the second overall um it's a it's a staple i feel you know it's 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 just it's great everything everything else fried chicken in my opinion stems from that's like the granddaddy of all of them and then people were like well what if we make all of these different styles of it and it's like that's cool like i'm not gonna say no to the other styles but that you know you got to show the respect where it's due and i think i think it's due so yeah i like your pick uh, Moon starting out the second round. It's uh, you're up. You're up next. With my second round pick, I pick donuts. Ah, that's a good one, man. I was looking at like lists of fried food because honestly, <laughs> honestly, I was like, I got to like four, and I was like, that's not going to be enough. I need to know what more fried foods are. Um, maybe it's the head injury that I incurred, but I just couldn't think of more. Um, <laughs> but seeing like donuts, and I was just like. Do I have a do I have time to go get donuts really quick for <laughs> before we have to record? So that's that's a solid pick. Yeah. Dude, when I thought of donuts, I was actually eating eating like a couple of donuts. I was like, these are good. Are these fried? Oh, these are fried. And then I was like, oh, it's not, it's not on my board, dude. <laughs> um, what is your favorite style of donut? Uh, I kind of, I don't know. I grew up on the, the you know, not that I'm saying from the South. I know Krispy Kreme's just everywhere, but I kind of grew up on that. I like, you know, get in there at the hot and ready sign and just get the, get mm -hmm. as many glazes as you can. Cause that's going to be, mm -hmm. you know, the ones that are hot and straight out. And I mean, that's, that's great and all as I get older, that is a lot to eat. <laughs> like, I don't know, mm -hmm. like, like 
I, I don't I wouldn't even say I'm the biggest health nut because I'm not I love you know soda and shit like that but like uh it's just I don't know if I can still do that anymore these days it's pretty basic but just the straight up chocolate glaze can't really ever go wrong with it oh yeah Mattis are you saying eating a thousand donuts is a lot to eat is that what you is that what you mean <laughs> something apparently so dude life. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, yeah, eating a dozen, that is a lot. You don't have to specify health <laughs> nut or what. Dude, a dozen donuts? That's <laughs> so many donuts. <laughs> All right, let me let me walk this back. I wasn't sitting down and like wiping out a dozen donuts on my own. I just mean like back in the day, I don't know if they even still do this anymore, but you'd walk into Krispy Kreme when the, the light was on and they'd give you a free donut because they, they would just were like, this costs like yeah. half a cent to produce. Here's a free donut. But like when you eat one of those now, it maybe I'm just maybe this is all just a mental thing. But like that compared to like Dunkin' Donuts or all these other things where it just kind of mills in your mouth and it's just pure sugar. Like I don't know if I can do that anymore. Okay. So yes, one fresh Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> it is very yes, they are very sugary. I get okay, that's fine. I thought you were just hammering down dozens of donuts <laughs> at a time. I was like, geez, dude, what the heck? Hey, God forbid a man has hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I, I don't know if I I don't know if I physically could. And on top of that, I'm a cheap fuck. And that's a dozen donuts. No. Like, let me just get an entire pizza to pound out at that point. On those on those days, because remember that there's like the random days you can go there, and like for each dozen, you get a free dozen donuts. Have you guys done that at Krispy Kreme? Yeah, Cream? that was on Monday. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. And so I used to do that with my buddies, but I can just imagine when it was that time for Mattis, he'd walk in, and they're just like, "You turn around right fucking now. You're not allowed to know. You get out of here." Because he'd just go and he's like eating a dozen while in line by. <laughs> like 10 more dozen They're oh like, my god no. <laughs> you're scaring the customers away <laughs> that's well i mean that's my problem with donuts in the first place is i like them but it's always like i don't know like at work or somewhere like someone will bring in donuts like it's hard as a single guy to just go to Krispy Kreme and order order a dozen donuts sure you can order them like smaller things but it's just it's just, i don't know it's just different like i don't go to that's why what i feel like relationships eating... status have to do with it yeah what? <laughs> well, well, okay. <laughs> Whatever that is, you, you can go buy donuts by yourself. I do that. I mean, I have a girl. I get whatever. You can do that. That's a lead. That's allowed. Yeah, so do I. She doesn't come with me that I buy donuts. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to buy her donuts. I They're mine. I will, I will share with her though. But if yeah. you guys, yeah, exactly. If you guys buy a larger quantity of donuts, you have someone kind of that you can split it with. You can buy half dozens. You don't have to buy it. Not as even a half dozen donuts. Like dude, counting down a half dozen donuts every time. I <laughs> dude, I used to. I'm not kidding. I used to. Okay, I was making fun of you for eating a head that, but I used to <laughs> yeah, legitimately. Wait, uh, a buddy of mine. We used to go late at night. It was like ten o'clock at night, and we'd go to the same donut place, and we'd each get a half dozen, or I mean, we'd get a donut, a dozen, and then split it. So we'd each get a, and then like a bottle of chocolate milk, and we'd just pound it. It was fantastic, dude. <laughs> just, that's a vibe, just man. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of stones being thrown at glass houses, is, is what I'm, I'm hearing. It's not a dozen. <laughs> I mean, anyway. All right. So fried foods, huh? yeah yeah on to pick number two uh, <laughs> for, for moon all right uh, no for me he took oh, donut. Yeah. oh my god dude i need to stop i don't know what i'm Damn it, <laughs> i'm concussed and i can even follow along it, it's the frantic nature of all of us <laughs> all right i'm just okay. so burned out on this goddamn podcast i'm just losing losing my fucking mind all right all right here we go so 
uh, again, just making sure we're taking five, right? Five. That's one hundred percent correct. I, okay. I don't have that mixed up. All right. I think I'm gonna go with. Screw it. We're going with uh, shrimp tempura. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's a classic. Dang. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I can't. I would kick myself if some if you took it. So I got it. I got to grab it. That was on my board. I yeah. was, I'll admit. Man, that sounds good right now. Everything it sounds does. good right now. Yeah, I'm really hungry. Me too. Yeah, I should have done this like right around when we should be eating dinner on the West Coast, but fuck it. Um, now it's Moon's turn, right? 100. That's yes, that's correct. Yeah, Moon, yep. Moon yep. it is your turn. It's your third uh, pick. So with my third pick, I choose chicken nuggets. And the reason why chicken nuggets was like the, one of the first things that came to my mind for this pick was because like you know that vine where it's like uh, I sixty nine cents. You know what that means? What does it mean? I don't have enough money for chicken nuggies. <laughs> hey, yeah, have you guys seen that vine? Was the wait? I don't have enough for chicken nuggies. Yes, because weren't weren't Burger King chicken nuggies that much for like? I think it was. I don't it know. Madison, Mattis, you used to eat those, weren't you? Didn't you? Honestly, no. Not I. Like, okay, look, I I talk about nugs a lot, but Burger King's where I draw the line because I I don't know if Burger King nugs are are my my go to nug here. <laughs> They're okay. <laughs> they I used to be pretty honestly, cheap, honestly, because there was a time I feel like you could get ten nuggets from them for like a dollar. You, that, that's 100 percent true yeah you and like they weren't that bad they weren't that bad i'm just uh i'm i'm, I'm picky about my nuggets man that's valid but yeah they that's weren't, valid they weren't like the worst thing yeah no i mean obviously obviously great pick i think that is one of the classics of just uh fried fruit in general and a different chicken mm-hmm. variation so yeah good pick exactly Dude, a 10 piece from mcdonald's hits the spot no matter what man um oh. whose turn is it i think it's yours <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't Is keep it? track of it, right? <laughs> oh yeah, you took thing. nuggies. It's my I did turn. take nuggies. Okay, cool. All right. For my third pick, I'm gonna take churros. Ooh. Get in on that sweet game. Yeah. Have you had you the ones the in donuts. downtown Disney? But of course I have the ones in downtown Disney. Freaking love man, I'm revealing way too much about like my dietary habits. Disney, Disney's churro game, I swear, it's, they're not slacking when it comes to churros. Oh, yeah. I, I actually, so I've only been to Disney once, um, and it was that time that I went to Anaheim and didn't tell Manimal, but um, sure. I've been to Disney, and that's where I got, uh, I've, I've got Disney churros, and they're really good. I just think if you're going to take a churro pick, I got to give a quick shout out to, to Sam's Club. Slash, I'm not a Costco person, but Costco. Dude. Like, those hit so different, too. When they're I like, was like, just <laughs> about to say. Shout yeah, out to like, Costco. Drop like 60 cents for something that's just way better than should be 60 cents worth. Like, absolutely yeah. goddamn clutch. That's just Costco food in general, though. Yeah. So staying in line with the Mexican pick of uh, no. Mexican themed pick of Manimal. No, don't do um, it. With my fourth round pick, I'm picking chimichangas. You son of a... <laughs> I hope that the Saints don't get a starting. Co- you know what? Actually, I hope that Jameis Winston is your starting quarterback all of next season. That's what I hope for you, genuinely. And I hope that Chris Olave becomes more of a diva than Michael Thomas was and forces himself to get traded to another team. You take that back right now. 
<laughs> no, it's already out there. You you took chimichangas. <laughs> you dastard. I um, I used to, I it took me a while to have my first like genuine chimichanga at like a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was before I just eat them from like the El Monterey like frozen ones. I took a couple of them up, pour some tapatio on it, and call it a day. But I had my first actual chimichanga. Whew! They were cooking, bro. Yeah, chimichangas usually are cooked. That's correct. Yeah, fried, yeah. fried. Be specific. <laughs> Scouts were la- were were slacking on that. I I tell you, it's crazy. Yeah, great value. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good fourth round pick in the actual yeah. NFL. Dak Prescott. Oh, oh Dak. Yeah. No, Dak was the third round. I thought. Was it, he? It, I just googled it. It says fourth round pick. I mean, oh, Dak was really? kind of cooking in college too. I could have sworn he was a third round pick. Yeah, fourth round pick in 2016. Oh well, there you go. Nice. The Dak Prescott of, of fried mm-hmm. foods. You know, honestly, yeah, that fits. <laughs> that, that works. It's fourth right. round for you too, man. Well, if you want to get your Dak Prescott, I'm gonna take corn dogs. Ooh, Ooh. oh yeah. man, that's oh, that's a childhood yeah. memory for me, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with those. Um, they're they're just like, are they are they necessarily? No, but like. A good corn dog, man, they hit. Like it's kind of it's kind of annoying that they're not like more of a standard food, you know. Like it's kind of more like a kid food or like at the fair, you know. You get one of those like foot long corn dogs or something. But like, I don't know. McDonald's should have corn dogs. I'm sure at some point they did. They should have corn dogs again because I would eat plenty of corn dogs. When you guys eat corn dogs, did you also eat that little piece at the very end of the stick? Like at the very end every of the corn dog, yeah, like yeah. the little crispy part. Oh, every time I would do that too. <laughs> yeah, peat pe- corn dogs. I feel like definitely the ones Manuel kind of mentioned earlier at the fair. But I mean, shout out. I mean, they do have like I don't know, like the frozen ones that you'd buy. I I lived off those for a while. I've they they have like the the ones that are like sausage and like not like an actual pancake, but pancake flavored outside. Like there's there's so much room for creativity with them, and uh, mm-hmm. always always a good time. Always I think that, that was one of the staples of my childhood too, because coming up with not much money, like. Like they were so cheap, so we, I, I yeah. went to town on those dogs. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's the Kirk Cousins of uh, fried foods, dude. <laughs> was oh, he a fourth yeah. rounder too? Yep, I think so. Nice. Cool. For my final pick, I select mozzarella sticks. Ooh! Oh wow! <laughs> Rounding out very even, very well. Even as like a severely not severely but like lactose intolerant person, like. Just like a good mozzarella stick with marinara sauce just hits, man. And it's it's also fun just to like bite on it and just like pull it and see how far you can go with the cheese. <laughs> Moon, I'm almost remember- positive we talked about that on your, your first ep- podcast episode. I'm almost 100% sure. Like, I Oh, yeah, I, mean, I totally, yeah, yeah, I totally did talk about that. This conversation, which I think we both would underrate it on him. Like, yeah, I love, love mozzarella sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, good. things come from a circle, dude. Yeah, good. Good quality mozzarella sticks with like a good marinara dipping sauce. That's like that's like one of the best like appies, you know, like mm. if a place has mozzarella sticks and they're reasonably priced because sometimes they're, it's like, oh, you want mozzarella sticks? It's $15. I'm like, bro, <laughs> get out of here. Maybe a pile but of them. Maybe. But like if you're telling me like, hey, you want mozzarella sticks and it's like nine bucks or eight bucks. I'm like, heck yeah. Freaking bring those out. So. That's a good pick. Anything cheese, really. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's it at minimum. I've had times that like I feel like the classic one is Italian breadcrumbs and stuff, but I've had ones that are close to like almost like temp- tempura kind of that kind of style of frying. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. man, uh, there's there's different things. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to come across as too much of a fat ass here, but it's a it's a fried fried foods draft. But like, man, good mozzarella sticks. Like when you're using quality cheese and like cook them for just about right about time. Like that could be if we did an appetizers draft, that could be up there maybe the number one. So great pick. Mm-hmm. Which means we got one pick left from Animal. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going with fried mac and cheese balls. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to quickly say I love having have, I've loved having Moon on here because every single time from this draft and going back to the last one, as soon as someone makes a pick, he hits you with the like, ooh, every single time <laughs> in that exact same tone. It sets a good energy. <laughs> it makes me feel good about myself. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, good quality, like, I don't want to... It's, it's in the realm, of course, of fried mozzarella sticks. In the realm. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely different. And I just, I, you don't often get the option of them. They're not, you know, they're not everywhere, but when you do randomly and you can get some fried mac and cheese balls, maybe I'll tell you those, that's just, it's like a whole new eating experience sometimes where you like, you bite into it. And every time I'm always like, oh yeah, it's mac and cheese in there. Um, (laughs) And it's just, it's great. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. Mac mac and cheese balls at their ceiling is elite. I've had some some you know if generally when we do these drafts, we're assuming we're drafting at ceiling. So I've had some that aren't as great, but like yeah, yeah at the like one of the higher ceiling picks I think on this board to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. They're like the Quentin Johnston of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to put that evil on my draft. Um, anyway. <laughs> Cool. Reading off the draft board, so Moon took French fries, donuts, chicken nuggets, chimichangas, and mozzarella sticks. Manimal went with bone-in mm. fried chicken, shrimp tempura, churros, corn dogs, and fried mac and cheese balls. Mm. Mm. We're gonna move on to the next uh, next segment, which just kind of prefacing, I'm not gonna be able to make Shroom the actual Shroom Mushroom Man eighty nine and uh whaler are kind of free balling their draft without me so we'll, we'll see how how that goes i don't know if i trust them or not but we're gonna cut to them now so jump cut oh, do, do, should we do like an introduction or something because mattis isn't here to introduce us or i don't know i mean oh okay so i guess i get the number one pick because i won by a higher margin last round thank you mattis very good excellent Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah, so the the draft topic is, of course, sports mascots, specifically the people in the suit running around the stadium or what have you. So as the one with the first pick, I mean, this is kind of like a Victor Wembanyama situation here where there's a clear... uh, There's a clear number one overall pick. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Gritty himself for the first overall pick. You you absolutely knew that that was oh hundred percent. I mean, how how can you not go with gritty? He is he is all day. I think. Uh, you know that's a good question. Actually, what is gritty? I mean, oh, so okay. Uh, his uh, his uh, Wikipedia page uses the uses he. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with that. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Has anyone actually asked Gritty? 
what what their pronouns are there. I mean, has Twitter. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it'll. Uh, well, I don't know if it's if it's just it because it's gritty. <laughs> the kids love him. Every everyone loves gritty. You know what? Gritty. I think gritty is actually an it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, all the kids love it. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Gritty, my favorite, uh, the number one overall pick. Yeah. No, it's uh, absolutely. I think I think you've already won this. To be honest, ah, that was. I was just hoping I had number one overall because I knew I knew that that was that was going to be it. Mm. I've got to I've got to go to my draft board now. I'm going to go with Boltman. Oh, Boltman, listen, another guy I had on my list. Boltman but, is is it, it's truly an icon, an iconic design. Um, it's. It, it, so, do you know who Johnny Bravo is? Vaguely aware. It's okay, not really. Okay, he's like a. Like... He's an American like cartoon character, and for whatever reason, Boltman always reminded me of him. But somehow, Boltman yeah. just looks even weirder. But man, yeah. what a! Imagine seeing that thing at a at a football game. <laughs> yeah, and it's something that could have only got greenlit in a certain period between about nineteen eighty eight and nineteen ninety six. Kids would take a picture with Bolt, man. (laughs) (laughs) I like it's just simultaneously awesome and terrifying. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and for that, it's well, it's like gritty, you know. It's simultaneously awesome and terrifying. Those are truly the best mascots, in my opinion. Oh yeah, two two good ones already off the board. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with the first pick of the second round. Specifically, I'm going with Mrs. Met. So everyone knows about Mr. Met. He's a he's a guy with a baseball for a head, and he has his wife, Mrs. Met. Personally, oh. I think Mrs. Met can do way better than Mr. Met. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, tell me tell me more. I mean, is is Mrs. Met another baseball headed sort she of humanoid? Is. She okay, is, and for whatever reason, uh, the specific Mrs. Met costume has, like, padding in the hips. <laughs> so there's oh. the joke of Mrs. Met being all caked up. <laughs> I, I didn't know if it was just going to be, like, some random woman from Queens. No, it's you just... Know, it's, it's... <laughs> who happened to be married to Mr. Met. She, yeah. <laughs> Nope, it's a. It, she has a baseball for a head too. She's got a, a but she, uh, she has like a, a, a makeup on her eyelashes and longer hair. And man, she rock. She dragging a wagon, dude. Oof. I'm, I'm having to look this up. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See. Uh... <laughs> oh man, this is that's terrifying. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and there's a certain almost like Lois Griffin vibe going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the the weird thing is the the weird thing is is why do they have to make her butt big? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't want to know, but I would love to have been in been in the yeah, meeting yeah. that decided that. It, well, it must have been some Pixar executives. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, this uh, Mrs. Met costume. Uh, it's gonna be Mr. Met with the long hair. Uh, do you think anything else? Uh, yes, uh, dump truck ass. Absolutely. That that was uh, 
that was pretty much the the conversation there. She's an icon for a good reason. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to focus here. I think with my second round pick, I am taking the Stanford Tree. Oh gosh, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's just ridiculous. It's one of the most absolutely ridiculous mascots that I've ever seen. And it's just the sort of intentional shittiness of it as well, Mm -hmm. which just makes it incredible. It's just someone running around dressed in a kind of googly-eyed tree costume. That's the kind of mascot I can get behind. I believe it's it's going to get me fired up. I believe the actual like that's just like a group of students doing that for fun. Yeah, it is because um, I don't think because I don't think Stanford actually has an official mascot. Because I know they I, don't have I know they don't have a band uh, because uh, the band is right on the field uh, killed off the band program. But yeah, unofficial mascot of Stanford University, and it is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I mean if if I'm I mean, I'm I'm nowhere near tall enough or talented enough to be a uh, college basketball player. But if I was an opposing college basketball player, I, I would not want to play Stanford. I wouldn't want to be in the same building as that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I think it's effective. I mean, also props to Stanford for or the students for just saying, "Yeah, screw it. Let's just make our own uh, mascot with uh, yeah. not blackjack and hookers, but leaves and googly eyes." Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it's just so stupid. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just so. And there's so many iterations of it as well. Because I mean, there's some that look kind of terrifying, and some that look kind of sweet and a bit goofy. It's almost like a Mister Potato Head of mascots. They've got yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so weird. <clears throat> We're definitely gonna have to. I'll, I'll, we're definitely gonna have to put together a, an Imgur album of these of these photos because yeah. the people need to know. Oh, the people do need to know. I mean, <laughs> I think a lot of these they will know, but they they need to see what we're saying. A hundred percent agreed. Oh man, we've got so some real heavy hitters are are off the board. So we're at the point where, well, you know what. I feel like this is a guy that had first round potential. I'm going to go with the mm-hmm. Philly fanatic, mm. the uh, the progenitor, truly of the. Um, well, we don't exactly know what that is. Mascot, Philly fanatic yeah. is an icon. He uh, he pelts kids with hot dogs, which I mean, mm. that's just king shit right there. So, <laughs> I yeah, that's an absolute steal in round three as well. Mm. I, mean, I had actually got. That in mind for yeah, uh, potential round one. Also, if you're doubting, if you're doubting uh, the stats here, the fanatic is the most sued mascot in sports. I mean, that if that doesn't sum up Philly sports, I don't know. Hundred percent agreed. I think I'm going to stay in college. I'm going to go with the uh, Western Kentucky Big Red. Oh yes. Again, Dude. we don't really know what it is. <laughs> People are is, big. Red is just a, a red blob. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
And I mean, it's sort of part of the same mascot family as um, as as kind of gritty and the mm. fanatic. It looks like grimace. Yeah, um, Western Western Kentucky is apparently supposed to be the hilltoppers, and I don't know what about hilltoppers gets you to a red blob. But whoever whoever made that leap in logic, all power to you, man. All right, we're up to we're up to round four now. I'm also gonna uh, go to the college ranks, and I'm gonna go with the University of Louisiana Raging Cajuns mascot, mm. Cayenne the Pepper. Cayenne the Pepper. Mm-hmm. This is an uh, uh, just a pep uh, pepper with a kind of a creepy looking smile. He when is we a were when we were uh, when it was originally a college mascots, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be the actual mascot or the nickname, I had the Raging Cajuns at the top of my list because that's objectively the funniest thing you could ever have as a mascot. <laughs> just a really... I mean, wouldn't Ed Orgeron be the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's literally just Ed Orgeron. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Cajun, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime I saw that there was a, an LSU game about to finish when, um, when he was the head coach, I'd Try and oh, make absolutely. sure switch over just so that I could see the the post game interview where he's all out of breath and and you can't understand absolutely. a word he says and all, up he just rambles on and then at the end go tigers. <laughs> I feel like Ed Orgeron counts as a mascot on his own, pretty much. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, shall we shall we just have that as uh, our own like shared pick? Like yeah, picks yeah, yeah. He's he's the commissioner of the uh, of the mascot draft. Yeah, I mean, in in, a, in the absence of Mathis, oh man, an Ed Order on podcast would be amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've got a few ways I can go with this, but again, there's a sicko's favorite sitting there, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that you would see it as as great value. For round five, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you would take it. So it's Purdue Pete. Oh yes, mean potential off the charts. The picture of Purdue Pete uh, behind the wall is one of the <laughs> greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> oh man, it's it's, it's haunting. <laughs> What is this context? Like, if, I'm assuming it's like some sort of like humanitarian thing where like they were renovating a house or whatever and had Purdue Pete come along to take some pictures. <laughs> but my God. <laughs> like, Purdue Pete is watching you doing whatever uh-huh. you're doing. Purdue Pete, is gets... prob- Purdue Pete is watching us right now. Uh, the. That would somewhere, not. somewhere, he's he's just thinking to himself, "I was a first round talent. What the hell are these guys doing? We're gonna have to watch yeah. out now." I know. I'm I'm home alone. Shit. I know. Um, I think the of, of, <laughs> of the main thing to to note about Purdue P that I think really sets him apart from other mascots. The head is plastic. I. Which is the weirdest yeah. part about it. Every other mascot, it's like a soft, like, uh, cloth or, or something. Purdue Pete is just hard plastic or whatever. 
that's what you get when you get engineers to design mascot yeah, outfits, I guess. And also, uh, the horrifying gaze is also what you get from engineers designing mascots. <laughs> At least oh not a hammer. He's got a fucking hammer. Oh, he's always got a hammer, yeah. <laughs> That's what that must be what he used to knock out that wall in that other picture. It's in his other hand. You just can't see it. It looks like something out of the shining. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And he's so dead eyed and creepy, and he's just standing there with a hammer, like something from I don't know, Silent Hill or something like that. Man. Just... I can't uh, believe we let Purdue P go un- uh, go almost go undrafted. Mm. Oh yeah, what a guy! What a, uh, guy. what a guy! All right, round five All right. then. <clears throat> All right, I will round out this with I will uh, I'm gonna I'll round it out with a live animal mascot. This is a pure Homer pick right here, um, but I'm going with the good boy himself, Jonathan the Husky. Jonathan. He is the mascot of the Yukon Huskies. Uh, right now, he is a. There are two Jonathans. There is the ten, uh, the ten-year-old elder statesman, and there is the puppy, uh, the the new one, the puppy dog Jonathan, who is currently the mascot in training. Oh, that's that's nice. That's, yeah, yeah. Get older one to show on the ropes, and then mm-hmm. go retire. Go yep. go up to a nice. Uh, Gentle. Basically, basically, what they do is uh, they just go for walks around the campus and then show up at a football or basketball game every now and then. That sounds like a pretty good, pretty good deal. Yeah, there is a very now. There's a very good reason why I went with the live animal mascot and not the mm-hmm. costume mascot because the costume mascot is horrifying. <laughs> that is. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say that. Just look at those eyes. Oh, oh my God! That's, <laughs> I mean, Padu Pete was haunting, but that—that's mm-hmm. going to kill me in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, Jonathan, a... <gasps> the baby Jonathan. Yeah, baby oh. Jonathan's a good little buddy. He's <clears throat> such a good boy. Quite if nice. you want to hear a very interesting story. About the Jonathan mascot. So, there used to be a thing called the Husky Slide. They would run the full length of the basketball court, dive, and try and slide as far as they could. Now, if you watch this little clip, you'll probably see that he's doing this in a not very padded suit on a hardwood floor. Yeah. So, naturally... A lot of people got hurt doing it. <laughs> so they stopped it. So I'm pretty sure there is like a ruptured spleen or and something happened. So not not nice. I mean that's happened. It's like I oh, mind you, I suppose it's America. Anyone can get sued for anything. But mm-hmm. if you do something like that, it's kind of on you, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But. Man, was it fun. Yeah. Oh, that right. looks absolutely fantastic. Who's gonna right. be the who's gonna be the Mr. Irrelevant of the mascot draft? I mean, I've got so many options here. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna go with a live animal mascot. 
from mm-hmm. German football. And his name is Hennes. And he is a goat. He's named after a guy called Hennes Weisfeiler, who was the coach of uh, Cologne. And That's so cool. if you look, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the training ground is, is called Geisbockheim, mm-hmm. which means home of the Billy Goats. And oh, okay. The team, the team are called Die Geisbocken, which are the Billy Goats. And the badge of Cologne is a goat on a cathedral. They have had some, some, well, quite a bit of goats. Wow. That's a really mm. cool logo, too. It is. So I assume that's I, like the, the Gothic cathedral like shadow mm. there, and then the goat's jumping yeah. over it or something. But yeah. He's just resting on it, to be honest. It's, he's just uh, chilling. Yeah, he's just chilling. I mean, I don't really know why the goat became associated with Cologne. And I mean, it could be because the cathedral has those two huge spires that look like goat <clears throat> horns. Um, because I mean the the crest and the flag of Cologne is nothing to do with with goats. Um, I'm which, a big fan um, of I'm a big fan of Hennis though. He looks like a very distinguished gentleman. He has like a he has a be is a nice beard too. He does. <laughs> I I met the last Hennis. Oh, nice. Because um, they Hennis lives in Cologne Zoo. And I met Hennis, very, very hungover. Me, not Hennis. Um, because I'd, <laughs> I'd been around been around the Christmas fairs the night before and found various places to obtain beer mm-hmm. and mold, mold wine. So, yeah, Hennis, Hennis is an absolute fantastic mascot. But I thought if you're going live animal, I'll go live animal. As is, uh, I mean, live animal mascots are really cool, really underrated, depending on the animal, obviously. Um, yeah. Prefer humane and ethical treatment of animals on another successful podcast. Well, we are. I don't know about Mattis. I can't speak yeah. for him. I mean, he lives in Vegas. Anything goes there, right? Yeah, good point, actually. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> to recap, <clears throat> I have Gritty. Mrs. Met, the Philly Fanatic, Cayenne from the University of Louisiana, and Jonathan the Husky from the University of Connecticut. And I have Boltman, Stanford Free, Big Red, and Padu Pete, and Hennis, the goat of Eins FC Kern. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many great ones left. I know, so many undrafted goats. Well, we did draft a goat, but so many other undrafted greats. All right. Well, Shroom, thank you so much for joining me. Mattis, screw you for not joining us. Happy birthday, Mattis. Happy birthday, Mattis. I hope you had a lot of fun at the the Pac-12 championship game. May it forever rest in peace. Welcome back to more Drafter Math. I am your host, Mattis. I'm here today with uh, Katie and with No Investment, both out of the Southeast. This has been a chaotic, chaotic conference so far. Today, we're going to be drafting date activities. Um, before we draft date activities, do, do I, do, 
I'm, I'm still trying to decide if I'm just going to keep going with the second fun fact of what we're going to do. But we'll start with that. Katie, uh, what do you have? A, do you have another fun fact about yourself different than oh. the first one? Shit. Um, trying to think of a fun fact about myself that's not. Fuck. I can roll my tongue backwards. <laughs> that qualifies. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> the the like bar for the fun facts is going to keep going lower and lower <laughs> as much as you keep listening. I or, couldn't think of a fun fact myself. I feel like I'm like boring. <laughs> no worries. We'll see. We'll see if uh, no investment is boring. Bo- do you have a second fun fact about yourself? No investment. Oh shit! Yeah, so let's, let's be a good one. Uh, my fun fact is that for a short time during the pandemic, I helped manage a friend's OnlyFans account. Oh, damn. oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go on like a whole tangent here because I feel like there's a lot that I can say on this. But I uh, <laughs> it, as, it was very a, mild stuff. Don't nothing you think about this lingerie and bikini pics. Oh yeah, no. I mean, and that, that's completely fine. It's not not really the sex work part of it as much as like I as a marketing person who um does indulge in only fans from time to time there are so many things that i'm like dude you guys are doing this wrong like that's not that's honestly like that's one of my dream jobs is to manage someone with an only fans or like even like a low-grade porn star i feel like i could do some marketing research and like like fucking surveys and shit and i could i could i could be making some real money <laughs> so technically yes i am a pimp i was a pimp so technically yes i was a pimp <laughs> cool. you know i was thinking about like there is a teacher that got had an only fans account got fired and i'm like you know you, we make forty eight thousand a year doing teaching, like down in Florida. Like, let us have our side job. If it's OnlyFans, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> this Hell is yeah. a very, this is a very pro OnlyFans uh, podcast. Just so that's completely clear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, to be honest, how much of your annual pay goes to OnlyFans? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I do, I have paid for OnlyFans, but at the end of the day, my, my love of being a cheap fuck matters more than my, my love of, uh paying sex workers fairly so i <laughs> don't don't pay like that much i i obviously have before but not a not a incredible amount cool um this is gonna be date activities for our, our draft uh this is actually the only time that i i guess you guys aren't newcomers anymore you guys were on last week but we got two newcomers facing off against each other and i think that's the only possible time that this could ever happen so kind of a unique matchup yeah uh topic is date activities uh Fun fact, no investment lost his first round by or sorry, won his first round against Gorving by one singular vote. So very close matchup. Because of that, Katie kind of uh by default won by a higher margin. So Katie, you get the first round pick. You can take any dating activity you want at number one. Oh shit. Okay. Um, so my first pick would be honestly, I actually did this as a date like last year. I went to a science I went to a science night there. They have the Orlando Science Center. And I went to a science night with a guy. The guy was boring. The guy was boring as fuck. But um, he, we went to an Orlando science night, and it was like an adult theme night where you could do like all sorts of like couples activities. Like I forgot the exhibits, but it was a fucking blast. Like you got to do the kid exhibits. They did this show, and I remember we had to. There was like one part of it was like an FCAT trivia show, and FCAT was the standardized state test that I had to take when I was a kid and it's they now have different state testing but that's what I it was just a blast I loved going to an adult science night at the um science museum it was a blast 10 out of 10 would it be an epic first date 
Yeah, no, I, I've been to science museums before, so I know. I feel like if I if I hadn't, I would have no idea what you're talking about before. But I, I have before, just like as a, as a as a kid with my siblings, for like birthday parties and whatever. And like they're they're actually, I don't know, they could be kind of cool. I kind of I like that. I think that would be a good date. Oh yeah, yeah I've done something like that before. I went to a dinosaur, a Jurassic Park themed science night at a, a planetarium back in New Jersey. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I got stood up, I got stood up my date, but fucking dinosaurs, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. So this one is, you know, it's kind of basic, but a picnic in the park where you make your own shark cooch boards. You bring your own sausages, your own cheese, any jams you might want. Uh, so like, it shows your creativity. You make your own shark coochie boards in the park and get to know each other. And hey, who doesn't like cheese and sausage? <laughs> Some of the best things. Yeah, absolutely. I've gone on those charcuterie board dates. Uh, just kind of, you know, picnic dates in general, but the charcuterie takes it to the next level. Or I'm sorry, I'm saying pronouncing it wrong. The charcuterie boards take it to the next level. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so much of my dating strategy, which I don't, I know this isn't a dating uh, advice podcast with Mattis because uh, y'all shouldn't take advice from me. But it's just going to places that are pretty and like going to someone that's visually appealing and setting that kind of vibe. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. sometimes it's better than going to a bar or a coffee house, but. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tyler, you now have your second round pick. Um, I've done this before. I don't know. I think going skydiving on a first date would be fun. Oh, oh wow, yeah. It might be crazy. That's a first date? Oh, wait, not... Well, it's either <laughs> that or... Yeah. I'd say going skydiving. I don't know. That's a batshit insane activity. But, I mean, I think it'd be yeah. fun because, like... It's like if you're an adrenaline junkie and the next person with you is an adrenaline junkie, like that's a fucking badass first date because you're jumping out of a plane together. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, know. I've never gone skydiving before, but I've had adrenaline before. And I feel like it would be something that's helpful to have on a date. And I, on to your second round pick. Okay, so my second round pick, I guess, is like a cooking class. Something like make your own making pasta, making mozzarella. Something that both of you can do together and show teamwork and also creativity. And the ability to work together and follow directions. And that's and see how well you two can handle yourselves in a kitchen together. Yeah, that's a fantastic one. I, I haven't done it. I've done cooking classes before. I've never done one as a date before, but that literally is like my number one. Like that's the next date I want to go on. I want to do a cooking class date. Um, oh, that's, so that's a yeah, date. Absolutely. Absolutely great. Yeah, great. Great pick. Tyler, you're on to your number three. Um, I would say like a dance. Picking backing off of no investment. Maybe like a dance class, like you could do ballroom dancing, salsa dancing. I have a friend that does salsa dancing, <laughs> like pretty religiously. Yeah, um, yeah, salsa, yeah, salsa actually done. I did it for a little while back back home. Um, very fun, and you break out at a wedding. Everyone's staring. Everyone's look at you like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, and I've uh, I I actually I have done that date before where I've done or sorry dance class dates, and I I don't know. I always am kind of nervous about him going into it but by that time i'm actually there like it, it is kind of uh a mix between like you were saying with the adrenaline you could get that going which which helps a lot and on top of that um like the with cooking classes like it being a class in the first place and you guys working together towards a shared goal is just kind of just kind of great i, I love cooking classes just because i love cooking you know even individually but um yeah i think those are both good picks. Okay, so this one I actually did before. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was during the pandemic when we were all stuck at home. We met this girl off Hinge. We did a few video calls. So one date we did was custom cocktail night, 
where we had where we gave each other a list of ingredients like here's your base, here's your mixer, here's anything you can do, and we both made it. And we both gave ratings to each other how it tasted. It's it's fun. It shows how well you know, a person like oh, do they like fruity drinks? Do they like something smoky? Do they have spice in it? And from there, you craft a masterpiece. Hopefully, they enjoy it. Yeah, I think any any time that there's one that's kind of more like okay, like neither of you have really taken. You know, we've talked about dinners and and, co- and um, like coffee shops and things like that. But anytime that it's something like this, what's kind of more. Like, like you're showing your actual personality and it gets outside of the box. I always feel like it's just going to be a good date in general. Uh, Tyler, you have your number four? You know, this is going to be like a kid date, but honestly, going to an escape room. Ooh, okay. My, my other option was rollerblading, but like, I don't... Roller, I'm a klutz. So like, <laughs> doing an escape room, I've, I've never done this as a first date, but I've done escape rooms before with friends, and like, it's such a blast, because you have to like, sit there and figure out the clues together, and you're trapped in a room while trying to like, get out of the room, if you know what I mean. So you get to like, in a way, know each other, but at the same time, do, I don't know. Yeah, shared, shared goal too, like I was saying with the classes, I think, and I, I've done escape rooms too, and they are um, generally, and I, I just am competitive too, which <laughs> makes it even better, because I'm trying to get out as quick as possible. So, yeah, I, I can totally see that being a fun date. Okay, so this one's a little bit odd, so bear with me. A thrift shop, a, a thrift shop brunch date, where two of you go to a thrift shop, pick up, pick up clothes, for each, pick up clothes that, who knows, they can clash, they can be plaid stripes, striped plaid, and then you go out, on, to, go out to brunch wearing those clothes. Sure, they'll be, they'll be mismatched, they'll look goofy, but you're out there, you're having fun. Maybe the outfit looks good. Maybe the outfit looks terrible. But it's showing how comfortable you are. Like, hey, you might look good in this and that you're willing to embarrass yourselves in public. Yeah, that's a... Dude, I, okay, first of all, I would, I would date you first. <laughs> we'll start with that. That's the record show now I said this on air. I, yeah, I, I would 100% date you. Because I said cooking class was one that I've wanted to do. The thrift shop one, I, I mean, like that's one that I've I've thought about forever that I thought would be a um a fun date. I just feel like that's definitely like once I get to know her a little bit better, like that's one that I want to go on. But yeah, I, I think like I've gone on so many like I get I don't know if you'd call them dates, but I guess maybe just like shopping dates where you go out and shop. And the problem is like I never want to actually buy shit because it's expensive. But like the thrift shop is the perfect idea of that, of like let's go and like like pick stuff for each other and like like I don't know, just kind of kind of light and not not taking things too seriously so i i really like that yeah i mean chances are you come out with like a used car salesman in the 70s before i see it thrift shops <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely uh you guys are now four picks in you have one pick each left on your boards tyler you're up first um i don't know i okay so this one is kind of one it's like such basic but i've done it i did a lot of it over the summer and it'd probably be fun for a first date or it can be fun for a terrible date. Or like a date in general. Going to karaoke. Mm. Okay, that's See, fun actually. Yeah, but here's the thing. I Here's the fun part. You have to sing the most like, not obscene shit, but like I, every time I go to karaoke, I sing like, oh god, I sing like WAP or like any, I sing a lot of Cardi B, usually. Like, it's like hood rat. I sing a lot of, not hood rat shit, that's not the right word, but like, I don't know. Just karaoke is a lot of fun, and you can just sing the most not fucked up shit, but the funniest shit. 
that's a really terrible reason, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's fun. it's fun. It's being more comfortable to yourself. Um, I didn't do a karaoke day, but the last time I did karaoke, um, I did the divinals. I touched myself, and <laughs> I decided to put on a show for it. And the karaoke DJ looked at me like I just, like I just, like I just fucked his mom in front of him. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've done before where I've gone like. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be a karaoke date. We just went to like this random ass restaurant that we thought looked cool, and it turned there was karaoke there, and it was a first date with this girl. We were on it was a double date, so we were with another couple. Uh, which uh, uh, the whole side note, you shouldn't go on a double date as a first date. It was a weird situation, but <laughs> um, we ended up singing at this at this karaoke place, which I felt like just kind of skipped a lot of the bullshit, like talking and like like figuring out about each other, and got into like let's go out and do something fun together, and like get out of our comfort zone a little bit. So I, I actually, that was one of my highlights of that date for me. So yeah, I can definitely see that. Good pick at five. So this one's a bit goofy, but hear me out on this. Tam Tamagotchis. You each get a Tamagotchi and you see whose Tamagotchi can live the longest. <laughs> it trains you for everything like, like having a kid, raising a dog, having a pet. You get to see how responsible the both are you as parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so honestly it, it took me about two seconds after you said it to realize what that was just because i'm so young but i do know what it is i know i know the the um uh, kind of uh thing about it and, and like i said earlier like whenever it's like uh different than like a dinner date and like something that's actually like getting out there and doing something unique in your own personality it's just always a good time so makes sense yep. personally i don't like to do dinner or coffee Co i don't like to do coffee or drinks my first date I mean, yes, include it, but include the activity, like playing a board game, like Jenga, Scrabble, or something. Because, you know, you're, you're talking to each other off drinking coffee. It gets a little bit awkward at times that you're trying to find conversation. You're playing Jenga. You can shit-talk your date the entire time. Like, yeah, look at this. Bam. <laughs> and hope there's hope, and hope she can take it. Yeah, I mean, I, I have just a, I, I don't think people realize how competitive of a person I am. <laughs> it doesn't come out a lot over Reddit or over the podcast, but, like, I definitely am. And it makes it fun when you do like competition, especially like on first or early dates, just kind of to see like when, when your date is in a competitive situation, how do they act? Like, are they going to trash talk you? I hope so. But <laughs> is it, are they like, I don't know, take it seriously. I feel like that's an important thing you could figure out about something uh, about someone from an early, early stage. Mm -hmm. Cool. So uh, reading draft board, Tyler went with, sorry, let me get this pulled up. Reading off the draft board, Tyler went with science museum skydiving, dance class, escape rooms, and karaoke. No investment with a, a picnic in the park with charcuterie boards, cooking class, custom cocktail night, thrift store brunch date, and then Tamagotchi. Um, it sounds right, but no, it's, it's pronounced charcuterie. Oh, yes, my bad. Charcuterie. Char char <laughs> we're having like a work thing Friday where it's like a cheese board thing. And like my coworkers were trying to pronounce that today because one of them was trying to bring it in. Well, if, if they pronounce it charcuterie, that's wrong. Just just tell them tell them charcuterie. Charcuterie. Okay, I will tell them that tomorrow at lunch. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, you guys, you you guys know where to fucking find the voting and everything. It's we're in the elite eight. You guys know how this works. Winner of this will uh, advance to the final four. So, uh, do you guys have any? Assuming you guys don't make it to the final four, you have any uh, last words for the thread? We'll start with uh, Ni. Well. As you, as everyone might here might know, only a few minutes ago, a terrible man has passed away. So rest uh, in peace, Henry Kissinger. Oh, did he really? He fucking passed. 
Did he really just old. die? I've, <laughs> I've been... <laughs> I was literally getting in the car. On, I was getting into my car, going going back to my house to Uber, and then no investment. I see the post on Discord from no investment that um, Henry Kissinger died. Actually, I was at my coworker's house, and I really wanted to be like, oh, he died! <laughs> That's actually... World, <laughs> world's better off out of now. <laughs> I've been in interviews. I, I just interviewed O3 before this. I'm sorry to break the fourth wall, but <laughs> I had actually no idea who you were talking about when you said someone just died. That's crazy. <laughs> cool. Now I get to go shit post on Reddit. <laughs> so while I do that, we're gonna jump cut to the next uh, next interview. Welcome back to the final matchup of the Elite Eight, uh, including myself because I'm fucking awesome. And I, I, I said this in the thread. I've got to get it on air too. That I'm now two and zero all time. First is double orangutans, so very, very happy about that. But I'm I'm facing someone that I'm 0-1 all-time against. We have 0-3. I don't – do I even still ask for fun facts? I don't freaking know. I, do, do you have a fun fact prepared today, 0-3? I – oh, shit. I do not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at the fun fact game. Like, I'm terrible at it. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, this is your third. Like, if you if you go on to the championship round, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of fun facts about yourself. Yeah. I, I'm making the decision I mean, I'm, right I'm now. I'm betting uh, on, the, on making the final four, anyways, because I know I know the my audience, and I know that they are inclined to vote against you. So <laughs> that's true. That's why I am afraid that I made it this far. And I, another thing I said before, also in the free talk thread, is I feel like the worst case scenario for me is actually if I do win it all, because then like people are going to feel like now that there's actual money involved, like that looks very sketchy from the outside. So uh, I'm not saying don't vote for me because I, I got to take down all three, but. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know, man. You are, you know you are involved in in the Vegas bookies and all that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> yeah, this entire one year long podcast that I've been producing with five seasons has been a scam to get this fifty dollars at the at the end of it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so in terms of first round picks, uh, I actually won by a higher margin versus double orangutan. So maybe maybe people are done voting against me. We'll see. But because of that. I've got the first round pick. Uh, category today, me and O3 are going to be drafting copy pastas today, which is definitely one of the more fun ones that was out there, but it's one that we matched on. Um, I have the first round pick. I won by more uh, votes. So for my first round pick, I'm taking a classic in the Water Cooler Wednesday community. I feel like the, the I don't know, when you think about the timeline of when we moved over to Water Cooler Wednesday, I would say the first great, pasta of that era and one that just binds us together i'm gonna go with uh six two jack and jackson packing in my number one we you know we love to see it i that was one where i was you know i was ground i was at ground zero for that i saw that as it happened so it's near and dear to my heart i literally haven't saved in my notes just to pull out occasionally like i i think that's <laughs> i think that speaks to how highly i value this pick it's the only one that i can say that for <laughs> Yeah, I mean, heavily involved with that was was Sophie, who you played in round one too. So. Yeah, on all levels, just a great pasta. <laughs> I think it it's personal, you know, to like our community. It's got this real just like entitlement to it that is so funny <laughs> to me. Like it's just like, yes, uh, I I deserve the pussy. Give it to me. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think like. Um... Man, and also, I, I feel like just starting out with the gonna delete this in parentheses, like, I know it, it, it's probably not what he designed, maybe it was, but it just just was so perfect, and something that I'm sure that we're gonna talk about later is there's pastas that are funny because they are, like, designed, like, intended to be, 
ironic, which is funny in its own right because you can design things. But I feel like it's almost funnier the natural like someone actually holds this opinion and, <laughs> and put this into the world. I feel like that just adds another another layer to it. Yeah, at some level, at some level, like pastas are like a sort of like a social like mockery thing of like, look at this stupid fucker. Like, <laughs> you really thought you cooked here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you've got everything aside from that that you can take at number at your number one. Okay, then with so with my first pick, uh, I'll go with the another favorite of WCWs, even if it's not originally from here. Um, I'll do the Libertarian Cop copy. Oh stuff. God damn it! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is I think this is one of your favorites, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but I, I was also. The yeah, reason this is in my head is because Pisces had an amazing variation on this with like, with like trans, like cop <laughs> instead, and it was it was it was just hilarious. Um, but again, this one, uh, I think the the thing that gets this one for me that's just like hilarious is you can tell that it's somebody who like actually did their homework on like libertarianism, but also clearly is not a fan of libertarianism so it's like mockery but it's mockery with the, like the homework done behind it <laughs> along with just you know a, a great sense of comedic timing i think yeah no i mean you did your homework because i that is my all-time favorite pasta i didn't take it because i thought that was one i could could sit on but you you were even down to like you knew what my draft board was going to be just because like that is just so perfect and that, that that's kind of the kind of the opposite of what I was saying with 6 Jackson packing where it was normal. Like clearly this was one that was actually designed uh, to be satire, but it's just, I just love satire in general. It does it just perfectly well. It's the perfect kind of combination of both like actual social commentary and like just absolute utter silliness, which is just awesome. So yeah, that's a, that's a great pick in your, your number one. I, I, I consider that at my number one, to be honest with you. Cool. Um, I'm gonna go just on on the note we ended on there with with just silliness. I'm gonna go with uh, the McChicken pasta. For me, it's the McChicken, which I don't know. I feel like this is one that people just aren't on enough. I, I know people like like you probably have heard of it. You know what it is. But I, every time there, there gets to be a point with pastas when you see them too much that you don't like. Like you just see the first and your mind just is like, okay, I know what this is gonna be, and you kind of stop mentally reading. This is one if you ever just sit down and read it again, every single time it just kills me. And it's another one that I, I think is genuine. I think there was a genuine guy out there that was just this hyped about a McChicken and had this naive kind of view of the world that he came in and just loved all the McDonald's. It's just, I don't know, just kind of perfect for me. It sets a, I feel like being wholesome and funny is really kind of difficult to do. Um, at least, at least maybe because I'm me. So like the fact that it nails it is just, I just fucking love it. So I'm going to go with the McChicken pasta. That's a good one. And like, honestly, you said about overexposing it for me, it didn't actually click what you were talking about until you said that for me, it's the McChicken part of it. Like <laughs> that's not one that I had been like locked on in ages. You know, it's, yeah. it's a pretty rare one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good and bad. We'll, we'll, we'll see how the free talk feels about it. For my second, I have to go with one that's just one of my favorites. Um, I've, I've riffed on it before with um, a certain alternate account. Um, and it's just the absurdity of it to me is like, adds a ton of value, but it's the, um, it's the, I want to bang the animal crossing dog copy pasta. <laughs> yeah. So if this gets my band all man, I'm going to be, you know, really pissed, but it's just so out there that like, like 
to me, something like that is, it's great. It's a great like thing to put out into the world. Not necessarily because it's like some sort of like grand, like, you know, statement, but, but it's, it's pushing the boundaries of like what is proper. And on some level, I think that's like something that I really do enjoy in, in my humor. Like, I don't want it to be necessarily within the boundaries, even, even within necessarily the boundaries of comedy. Like sometimes you want things to sort of like shock you with where they go. And like, I feel like this one definitely qualifies on that front. Yeah. I feel like, like at least, especially in our community, like, um, one of the reasons that we've kind of withdrawn to pasta in the first place is when you see someone that just says something so either just terrible or, or just stupid or just something like that, that like, we, like, I don't know, the people that would come in and be like the kind of alt-right opinions that they'd express that we just immediately kind of hit them with pastas just to be like, I'm not taking this seriously. And with those, I feel like the <laughs> the best you can pasta you can use for those are the ones that are kind of more absurd and more like what <laughs> like like just trying to catch people off guard. And it's kind of that's one's just kind of perfect for that. So I that was on my board too. Uh I have a lot on my board, but that was one that I I probably would have considered uh if it came back to me. So we pick. Oh man, I have a lot of options. This is where I, I don't know. The first couple rounds, I, I had an idea of what my game plan was, but I kind of just left the rest open and was like, "What's what's going to speak to me in the moment?" Um, there's kind of more of the ones that are are like kind of more specific to our community, or not even specific to our community, but more popular in our community versus like the whole of Reddit. This is one that's kind of a whole of Reddit one, but I'm gonna go with I saw blank X. Uh, in a grocery store in Los Angeles or another location. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. And I, I actually have no idea where that, like, who the original person was or where that originated from. But I, I kind of feel like it's one that just in every situation, like, it, like it. <laughs> there's just so many situations where it's useful, and it's actually a good one. There, there's obviously some pastas that I, I won't say because they might get picked later that maybe are kind of more famous Reddit pastas. But that one just kind of gets to me a little bit more. And uh, yeah, I, I've in the past whipped it out a couple times in the free talk thread. It just always gets a reaction, so I I like that one. My Jesus Christ, man! If you're whipping it out in the free talk thread, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Honestly, that's like I don't know. I've done so much in the free talk thread where I've been pushing the boundaries. It's probably not much farther till I, I whip it out in the free talk thread. We'll see. At least I'll know you'll have CJ on your side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta, you guys, gotta see the fire crotch. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. Um, okay, so I guess for my my third pick, I'm gonna go with uh, yeah another like total like entirety Reddit popular one, which is the um, you have to have a very high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah. Copy pasta. I think uh, for me the 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 thing that gets me about it is is the whole like nerding out and like like look at me, I'm so philosophical with something that's just like inherently very much like silly and like crude and combined with the whole thing of like, I have a Rick and Morty tattoo and no, you can't see it. That whole part <laughs> of it uh, to me is just a very, very well-rounded copy pasta. Yeah. With, with our last two picks with that one and the, the grocery store in Los Angeles, another thing that I, I didn't say for mine, but applies a lot here is they get so much points for being kind of editable. Like I love hitting people with like, I don't know. Uh, 
I don't want to say like 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 the B movie script, that kind of idea, because I don't think either of us gonna pick that. But like you can't really like change that. So like the fact that like you can change the because obviously, like originally it was the the Rick and Morty that was the original for the pasta, but 90% of the time you see it on Reddit, it's something that people have changed it to to fit that scenario. So it's a good kind of versatile one there. Absolutely, absolutely. I I agree so much on the on like the malleability part of it. I think mm-hmm. I think that takes it from like something of just like in itself of its own like a joke and it turns it into part of like the language that we use to communicate on the internet. And like, yeah. I feel like that really takes it to the next level as a copy pasta of, of when like you can use it to communicate like a certain sentiment about something. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. I so <laughs> Damn, I have so many. It's it's one of those where I almost wish I didn't always make my draft board so deep because I have to look at all the options that I wouldn't be picking whenever I have to make my pick, which just adds to the weight of it. But I am going to go with um, kind of what I haven't seen in a while. This was one I used to see way back in like, I don't know, 2018, that kind of era. But I'm going to go with uh, that's some good shit right there. And it's that's that's the only words. And it's just spanned with like a bunch of emojis and like the, the course where it's like, right. it's kind of it's an older one i know for sure it's kind of a a throwback that i'm going to to, i know exactly which one you're talking about yeah it's definitely a throwback but like i feel like because of that it's it's i don't know it's got the nostalgia of a throwback too it's like hearing one of your favorite songs from like back in 2018 whenever i see it it just hits the same feelings a lot of i feel like the ones that i'm picking right now um aside from that first six two jackson packing or just the absolute like silly absurd ones that like are just like i don't know just goofy and i feel like that's kind of the more the ones that i'm into so i'm going with that on my on my four speaking of the the silly the absurd the big i think the big kahuna that's been ignored uh this entire time it's it it is pretty much i would say the michael jordan with copy pastas um somehow still not picked I'm I'm taking the Navy SEALs copy pasta at number four for my for my you know squad. I, I mean, what, what more what more do you really want out of out of a copy pasta? Like the, the Navy SEALs might not necessarily be the best for every situation, but it is like in the same way as like you know it, it's genre defining. I would say you know like whatever you think about a copy pasta, it probably applies. To the Navy Seals copy pasta, and even after like shit, probably a dozen years now, it's still really fun, you know. Yeah, that's definitely. I feel like if we're talking about iconic, you know, Reddit pastas, that's I feel like absolutely hands down the number one. Um, I think it's one that like I, I've mentioned earlier with like the grocery store in Los Angeles. That's like another that I I would consider just a classic copy pasta. Um, it's not my personal favorite just because the usage is so high that it's, but like, that should be a testament also to like how, how good it is and why, why people use it all the time. It's another one that like, uh, I don't know, in terms of like being applicable to every situation. Cause like with the grocery store, that's like, if there's a certain person that, that you're kind of ragging on in that, that moment, but this is literally like if anyone disagrees with you, so you really can use it at pretty much, you know, almost any interaction if you really wanted to. So yeah, good pick. We're down to my last pick, and I wanted to I wanted to uh, have a little fun with my last pick, 
uh, <laughs> when uh, when we did our first draft 03, I don't know if you remember this, on the very, very first episode of the podcast, uh, we did, you know, walking W people, likable people. And I took myself in the last pick, which almost assuredly lost me that draft, to be completely honest. Because I don't know if anyone was rocking with that pick. Yeah, I'm, not taking, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not taking myself, but I'm taking a pasta that I kind of brought to popularity in the thread that a lot of people uh, associate with me. And to be honest, one that I don't haven't really talked about a lot. Uh, but I, I am going to go with uh, the toilet water heist in my, in my five. <laughs> Which... <laughs> it, it's Bro, not a how did I forget that? How did I forget that? <laughs> I um I would have I would have taken that. Yeah, <laughs> if if I had remembered to. <laughs> to be that's... fair, like I, I think like obviously I'd remember it because like like yeah. But no that, I, that's I, totally part of the fabric of like you know, the water cooler at this point. Like Yeah. That's just part of our like vocabulary. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's not a Mattis original. I, I do have some Mattis original pastas that I've kind of taken off. Like I didn't I didn't write that myself. It's one it was just one I saw a long time ago. But I kind of took that originally the whole bit behind it was that I was only gonna do it in the Discord and then not like like talk about it at all in Reddit and act like, oh, what are you talking about? But like it just became so huge and like I've had so many you know, I've discussed in past episodes, I've had so many different bits in the thread. I was the you know, way back in the day, the ass eating guy versus then the Cortland Sutton fucking my wife guy. And like it's my the the guy that I was, like what I was associated with has changed so many times. But like this is I felt like once this came, that was just gonna be like the legacy. This podcast that we're appearing on right now, another successful podcast comes from that just because that just became like that was just gonna be my thing. So as far as ones that are iconic to the thread, and I mean, yeah, I maybe I'm sucking myself off a little too much right now, but I mean, that's definitely, definitely up there. And I, I mean, I use it because it's just so like, again, like, okay, yeah, it's, it's more sexual and, and gross, which some people might not like, but like at the end of the day, it's sexual in the context of just being like completely silly and outrageous. <laughs> that's if you're gonna like if you're gonna make sexual things don't be creepy about it like like make it like that basically make it just so out there and nonsensical uh kind of in the same realm as the animal crossing pasta which is what's drawn me to it um you know i, I said earlier about the libertarian policeman but this is one of my all-time favorite pastas so I, i'm gonna take one of my guys i'm taking the highest pasta in the five yeah i mean <laughs> shit i mean that's you can tell it's a great pick when I'm sitting here when you say it. I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, you never, never get used to that feeling, dude. I've done so many of these, and it's always like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. that's. I guess that just tells you, like, you, you need to consult with other people, you know, with your draft board. It can't just be one scout. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd okay. say you're still having a good good draft, though. And you can yeah, round it out now um, with the five. I think, I think on the... I'm going to have to triple, quadruple, whatever, down on the absurdity part of it. And I'm going to go with the, I guess, it, I don't even know the name of it, but it's it, it's it's the one copy pasta about, like, the dude with, like, the fart fetish. And it's, like, sniffing the farts. And <laughs> it's the most fun. It's, it's, it's cringeworthy, but it's hilarious because of just how cringeworthy it is because it's also tinged with like this weird sort of like the way the dude's expressing himself is like this very like sort of like posh like upper class type thing so that like very much it's just the most hilarious image in in my mind of, of just like this you know 
British like butler man like just nose nose deep in some ass to me <laughs> along along with the the extremely descript, descriptive sound effects it, it, it's, it's just one of the, it's just one of the the perfect ones to me even if it's not something that's necessarily widely like applicable it is just something where I'm just like I'm in tears every time that I read it yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people would say this about like, I don't know, books, but it really is just incredible with how much you emotion and like how much humor you can kind of convey over over text. I it's a this is a good example of that, you know. Um it's just a collection of words, but it's arranged in a way that's just so absurd and crazy and we've we assigned so much meaning to it. And like, I don't know, that's kind of the roots of what I think a, a pasta is, is just to be something that's just like genuinely humorous and in, in uh you know, text format. So, yeah, great pick. Uh, so I took 6-2 Jackson Packing. For me, it's the McChicken. I saw a blank at a grocery store in Los Angeles. The Good Shit Pasta and the Toilet Water Heist Pasta. 03 took the Libertarian Policeman. I want to bang the Animal Crossing dog so bad. To be fair, you have to have a high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. The Navy Seal Pasta and then the Fart Fetish Pasta. <laughs> you guys know where to, where to find this and where to vote. Um, and winner will move on to the Elite Eight. Uh, oh three. Thanks for thanks for coming on again. Uh, unfortunately, I have to root against you this time. But uh, do you have uh, any any last oh, words man. for the thread? Um, I don't know. Keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on voting against Mattis. Put me in the finals. I need that money. <laughs> do not listen, keep on voting. Listen, against I, I may be a shameless whore, but I am a shameless whore. <laughs> If I if I were to lose, I'd be happy to lose to you if it's gonna fund the first fifty dollars towards the Tucson or the the Phoenix Final Four this year. So uh yeah, thank you guys all for listening and uh we will see you guys next week for the final four. Goodbye.